Good morning. Good morning. Today is Sunday, September 12th. We have Mark 11 and 12 and Psalm 100. So let's take a deep breath and we'll ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you open our eyes and our hearts to your word this morning. Thank you for being our God and for being so amazing. Just speak to our hearts. Fill us with your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mark chapter 11. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and will send it back here immediately. And they went away and found a colt tied at the door outside in the streets, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to them, What are you doing? Untying the colt. And they said to them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those that went before and those that followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest. And he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple, and when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing in the distance a fig leaf in the a fig leaf fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who brought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard it and were seeking a way to destroy him, for they they feared him, because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, they went out of the city. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whoever you ask, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses." And they came again to Jerusalem, and he was walking in the temple, and the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him, and they said to him, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Answer me. And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Then why did you not believe him? But if we shall say from man, they were afraid of the people, for they were held, for they all held that John was really a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know 
<clears throat> and Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Chapter 12. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a pit for the winepress and built a tower but and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get it from them, to get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he sent to them another servant, and they struck him on the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and they killed. And with so many others, some of them beat, some they killed, and still, and he had still one other, a beloved son. Finally, he sent them to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those whose tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us. Us kill. Come, let us kill and tenants and give the vineyards to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stones that the builder rejects has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they were seeking to arrest him, but feared the people, for they perceived that he had told the parables against them. So they left him and went away. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. It is, lawful to pay, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring, a denarius. Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And he brought one, and they brought one, and he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. And the Sad and Sadducees came to him, who say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but leaves no child... And the man must take the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and then he died and left no offspring. And the second took her and died, leaving no offspring. And the third likewise. And the seven left no offspring. Last of all, the woman who also died in the resurrection, when they rise again, whose wife will she be? For, she had, for, for the seven had her as wife. Jesus said to them, It is, is this... Is this not the reason you are wrong? Because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob? He is not God of the dead, but of the living you are quite wrong. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribes said to him, you are right, teacher, you have truly said that he is one and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength 
and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to them, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after, after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. And as Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the, the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, in the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. How is he his son? And the greater, and the great throng heard him gladly. And in his teachings, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and poor widows came and put in and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and he said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Okay, let's move into a time of prayer and meditate on Psalm 100. It's titled, His Steadfast Love Endures Forever. It's a psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are good, that your steadfast love does endure forever, that you love us so much. Lord, we just praise you and give you thanks right now. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us, for loving us so much. Father, for breathing life into these lungs, physical life, and for bringing, breathing spiritual life into us, reviving us putting us in a right standing with you to be part of your kingdom, citizens in your kingdom for all eternity, Lord. So thankful for that, Father. Help us to keep that on the forefront of our minds. And Lord, on this day of day set aside to worship you, to glorify you, to learn about you, to sing praises, to you and about you, uh, Lord, we just ask that you be with your people, that you bring your people out to those places of worship, Lord, your places of worship all over the place, all over this country, all over this world. Lord, bring them out, bring your people out, and bring those that don't know you, Lord, the field, the harvest that is ready to be harvested, Lord. Just bring them into your churches, Lord. Speak to their hearts. Pour your spirit upon them, Lord. Even now, Lord, 
Wake them from their sleep. Put your spirit on their heart. Convict people, Lord, to come to know you, to get up and to go to church this morning, to hear your word, and, Lord, to come to know you. And If they know you, if we know you, to come to know you better, Father, we thank you. Be with those that are suffering. And think of Mark and Trish and Pam and Lynn, Lord. And Alan is back. And uh, DC's uh, friend uh, battling COVID in the hospital. And uh, Charlotte and Michael with uh, uh, being uh, exposed to COVID. Lord, we just ask that they wouldn't get it. And if they do, Lord, that you would just uh, their bodies, their immune systems would just take care of it easily, Lord, that you would wipe it out in them, Lord. Lord, just be this a day, a day of worship and glorifying you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for being our God, for creating us, for loving us. We just give you honor and thanks, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll see you later.